Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Rains. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another Shooting the Bull. This is your host, Briston Reigns, as you already heard in the intro. And here's Asher Hamlin. What's going on? Welcome back, y'all. Yeah, dude, I I was thinking about this the other day, but I went over to Alabama for a Christmas vacation. And while I was there, I... Really wanted to buy a bike and take it there because over there they have like 30, 40 miles of bike trail. And I really wanted to have my own bike for that. So I went over there um, and I didn't have a bike because they're just so dang expensive. So I didn't get one. Um, and I sold the one I had, my road bike, because I want to get into gravel biking. So <clears throat> anyways, but I was going and I felt really good about going to explore those trails because I had something already, and that something was my own two feet. I had my own two feet to go run over there. So we went. I brought my running shoes, and I got to explore the trails on my two feet, and it was great, dude. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, but it really gave me a perspective of how how um, simple running is. You know, it's really just kind of just some shoes some some water and some food and you're good to go dude there's just something that's there's just something that's so nice about that compared to everything else um or any other sport you don't really need much man you don't need any special gear of any kind you just kind of need some basics i mean i've even seen a guy come to many of our races and he brings uh a water bottle instead of like a handheld water bottle He'll bring one of those plastic water bottles that you buy at the store, like an Ozarka, yeah. and he'll just like crumple it up, put it in his, put it in his uh, shorts, short bands, in his band, in his shorts, and he'll just go run the race and just hold the water bottle in his hand the whole time, not handheld or anything, and yep. it's just a little plastic water bottle, you know. So, um, it's really neat though, man. I mean, it's really something that. I feel like it can just be so taken for granted, you know, I, because I've been dreaming about wanting to get into this gravel bike and stuff and all that, but I'm like, it's so dang expensive. And then I kind of looked at what I already have and I'm like, well, at least I can run and I got some shoes. So it's pretty cool. So I, I just say that to say that I'm very grateful that I can at least run and have a sport that's not, too too expensive it can be if you make it but right yeah Yeah, the beauty of running is it's like one of the few sports that i can just roll out of bed in the morning and just go do like for 80 percent of other sports you got to have other people playing with you and then the other 19 percent it's like you got to have some kind of special equipment or you got to go somewhere like it's like swimming i was thinking about that you gotta have access to a pool biking you gotta have a bike and then places to ride but running 
Save for like doing push-ups next to your bed. Like running is the first thing. Is the easiest thing to just roll out and start. <laughs> yeah, which is nice. I think it's so funny when I'm running in the morning, all yawn while I run, and I'm like, I bet people are looking at me like, "How's it yawning on his run?" Because <laughs> yeah. I think the the world perspective on running is like you're breathing hard the whole time and it hurts the whole time. Right. Once you get to a point to where it's not, which is nice. Right. But yeah, I, I, I could see the only area would be expensive is if you want to um, sign up for some organized events within the running community. And that really brought me <clears throat> to the thought of kind of where I'm at now. So we, um, in the city here, Longview, there's no trail running events at all. And so, like, I created the Longview Trail Run Series, which is 5K all the way up to a 20K. By the way, we got news coverage. Someone sent me an email with a link, and the local news station, like, told us, or put it on their television. There's going to be some Longview Trail Runs. Registration's still open. Uh... 5k to 20k and i saved it and i posted it on facebook it was pretty cool but so you know we have that so you know for the people around here now the good thing about that is is they don't have to travel like super far and spend a lot of money on gas food lodging and all that to get a good trail race it's local and i also created a race called the grace creek grinder and that's in February. That's next month. And the reason I created this race is because I had a date that freed up because I was supposed to do. Oh, sorry about that, guys. I have a dog. So, but I was supposed <laughs> to be doing a running event um, on that day at another location. And that running event ended up not getting put through. So I was like, well, why not do a, a charity event? Uh, where we can raise money for something that really needs to be done here, which is fixing this trail. There's this trail called the Grace Creek Mountain Bike Trail that's here. It's local. It's only maintained by volunteers. So literally, it's like me, the guy that owns the local outdoor shop, and then this other guy, his name's Randy. He came out and really helped out. But it's just basically kind of us three in a way, maintaining this little bike trail that's been around for years. It's just over the past year or two, it hasn't been touched, but the reason is, is because this trail gets flooded really easily. The whole thing just floods um, whenever it rains super hard. And the only land the city will give for recreation is land that will be flooded. We have this really nice nine mile paved trail through the city, but if it rains hard, it's going to flood. Um, same goes with the land they gave us to be able to do a hiking trail like this. It's going to flood. So I was like, well, what if I started, what if I did an event where I raised money and we took the donations to where we can try to fix the flooding, whether that's creating, um, like taking a, a, a bulldozer in there and just mowing out a, a trench to release the water somewhere else on the land, whatever it is, like I want to, I want to make some money. So that way this trail can be used by everybody year round you know and so i created yeah. this race called the grace creek grinder and it's a you have a hundred mile event a hundred k event 
And then we have an event called the Loop de Loop, which is come and run as far as you want. And you can run two miles, you can run thirty miles, you can run whatever you want. But um I created that race for that reason. And so now here in in the city of Longview, Texas, we have the four races I'm doing year round, five K to twenty K, and then we have this ultra marathon race. And they're all on this local trail, right? And that's great, man. But imagine if every city had that. Imagine how many more people um, would would have accessibility to running, trail running, without it being so expensive, without having to pay for a place to stay and have to pay for gas and eating food. Where if it's right there in your own city, then you can. It's easy for your local community to be able to just go to it. So, yeah. um, yeah, man, I just, I think that'd be really nice if they're in every, every city, medium sized city and up, I would say, but if every city could have their own trail race, uh, that'd be so nice. Yeah. Sometimes I wish people knew how nice having a trail and like being able to run on a trail was. So for example, I'm, uh, up, I'm up in Virginia right now and my grandparents have this little city park trail that is like less than half a mile from their house. And uh, apparently back in the day, they actually used to hold, they used to host cross country races on it. But let me tell you right now, I've run around it a number of times and it is not a cross country course kind of trail. <laughs> it's like a running in the backwoods kind of trail, but that's kind of besides the point. Um, yeah. There's so much value in, that sort of escape, especially when you're in a city. So like you, for example, in Longview, it's, I mean, you're, you're in the city in a way, but it's a smaller town. Um, but still it's like, whenever you have those trails, it gives you access to the nature that you wouldn't otherwise have access to, which is so nice, you know? Um, and I think, I think a couple of our races are like that, which is nice. Um, I, I even think about my field of burn race in Arkansas, so much of the surrounding area is, you know, just city and paved roads. And if you're going to go do a trail race in Arkansas, you usually have to go like out to the two national forests we have, or, you know, further up North, um, which, I mean, those are great, but kind of like you're saying, there are more costs associated with it. Whereas, you know, Little Rock is a population center and North Little Rock is. And so whenever we have that centralized race, it's like, Nobody really has to go far. Kind of like whenever they have big city marathons, you know, people from that city are usually running them um, and not much cost associated with it besides, you know, actually having to pay for the event. So, yeah, man, it's it's a privilege to be able to not only host one, but have a trail race in your own community. Very valuable. Yeah, man. Yeah, I like what you said right there about the uh, having the place to get outdoors and in the woods where you really usually wouldn't be able to. I like that, dude. Because, yep. yeah, I, mean, I guess a lot of folks, like, if you're if, if you're born in the city, you don't have any hiking trails in you or anything, you don't get any exposure to the outdoor, um, just, like, being out in the woods where you're naturally, where we're naturally supposed to be, you know. You know, get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then usually those areas are surrounded by country 
that's owned by a bunch of um, uh, people for agriculture reasons. And so even out there, you still can't really get it because you're surrounded by agriculture. You can't go out there and feel it, touch it, be in it. And then um, even if you were to go way out, usually people don't go to like national forests or parks or things like that um, that are from the city that are born and raised in the city because, I don't know, sometimes they just, they were never exposed to it. So, yep. I don't know, man, it's a really good thing to... And even the people that do usually, you know, they're just going out there to camp or to, you know, maybe do one hiking trail, which is good. You know, we need we need more of a community around that. But I almost wish that the South was better at. Like setting aside pieces of land like they do for like soccer fields and football fields, like recreational parks, baseball fields, stuff like that. But setting aside additional land for. Like pure preservation reasons and then you know people go in and they cut the trails but i mean it's still like forest plus a hiking trail or a running trail or something like that um i think you know there are specific states and specific areas that do it really well but for the majority every small town you come through it's going to have maybe a little concrete basketball court and a baseball diamond that nobody ever uses and that's about it you know yeah, man, I <laughs> I think back to my hometown Gainesville, population like nineteen thousand, and we have like man, like five parks, and <laughs> one of them. I mean, one of them we used pretty well growing up. Like we would always go out there to the basketball court, but um, we got so many dang parks in our town, dude. And I'm like, and I, I know it has to come down to interest, like obviously, um, hiking and trail, whatever, doing stuff on hiking trails which trails are really cool because you can hike on them you can mountain bike on them or you can run them you got three purposes there but that stuff is less popular than like basketball baseball football things like that and that's honestly what it comes down to man it's like you're kind of like a i guess like a little bit of a minority which it is what it is man can't do much about that but um we I don't know. I'm fortunate for what we do have, though. Like at least in our, at least our government set aside places like national parks and stuff for us in America. Like imagine, I think about Yosemite, man. Like it's a beautiful national park, and I just think, like, what if they didn't protect that and that was just all like, yeah. you know, like buildings yeah. and mansions sitting on the side of a mountain, you know? Um, so I'm grateful yeah. for what they have preserved already. Um, I think it's very important, man. Very important um, for state parks, national parks to be around. Um, yeah, man. but yeah, it's, that I want to say this real quick, man. I think I think creating a hiking trail is easier than creating a basketball court or a football stadium or a baseball field. And I think it'd be really funny if. Uh, <laughs> Because you have to think, those don't also take up that much space. So, like, imagine if a city created a foot, even if they created a football field sized trail that was just back and forth switchbacks through it, you could still probably get like a mile or two out of it, maybe. I don't know. I'm trying to think in my head. At least a mile of, of trail, which would, it's better than nothing. But. I don't know. That'd be kind of funny to see <laughs> in a world if if every city created 
a football field sized trail and it was just back and forth through their woods or if you lived in a place with no trees it would just be kind of like a i don't even know yeah yeah i had this dream i had this dream back in the day not like an actual sleepy time dream but you know daydreaming um that i would eventually be a city planner and i get to like plan my own cities and so my dream was that in everyone's backyard, pretty much, they connected. Like, I would leave a lot of the trees in the neighborhoods, that kind of thing. But in everyone's backyard, there would be some kind of, like, dirt trail that connected all the neighborhoods. And you could just run for miles and miles and miles and miles and, you know, go to your friends' houses on these trails and to the grocery store and just wherever. And uh, <laughs> it, it was kind of silly because, you know, my dream then was, oh, I just want a place for me to be able to run. But, you know, looking, thinking about it, it's like that would be a great opportunity for recreation and community building outside of just having one rec center or a community pool or whatever it is. So, yeah, you would have been real happy if you lived in the, I guess, the early 1900s because everything was pretty much dirt roads. So, yeah. <laughs> everything maybe some everything. rocks in some areas but yeah yeah dirt and gravel roads but dude believe it or not we have pretty much dinged our time limit on the episode yep. of this shooting the pool if y'all enjoyed this shooting the bull episode or really just shooting the bull in general or the podcast whatever give us a leave us a i ask that you leave us a five-star rating on the podcast so whatever you're listening on just give us a little five stars there. Little five stars. And if you want to support this podcast, we do have a Patreon where we have, I believe we have two Patreon members as of right now. We have two Patreon members, and those two guys that are helping fund this podcast are really helping it keep it going. If you do enjoy the podcast, you want to help keep it going, check out our Patreon. It's down in the link below. I think it's like, uh, and I could be wrong, like $5 a month or something like that. Um, and all that does is, well, it does a lot, actually. It goes right back into the podcast. It pays for the podcast is what it does to keep it going. Um, and so if you do find this content valuable and impactful in any way, then I encourage you to check that out. But with that being said, Asher. Happy trails, y'all. <laughs> That's funny. I have to cue you on it. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it reminds me of the guy at the backland yelling out his window, Happy Trails. He was yes, one of those sir. guys from West Texas. But uh, yeah, alrighty, man. Well, thank y'all for listening to this episode of Shooting the Bull, and we'll see y'all next Monday. Next Monday on Shooting the Bull.